0: Welcome to Arts Interchange. I'm Doug Storm. Our topic today is Anton Chekhov's play of 1901, Three Sisters. A sweet tuxedo girl, you see, queen of swell society. Fond of fun as fond can be, when it's on the strict cutie. I'm not too young, I'm not too old, not too timid,
1: not too bold. Just the kind you'd like to hold, just the kind for sport,
2: I'm told. ta ra boom yeah.
0: Our opening song is surely well known. This is Tarara Bumdie, performed here by Elsa Lanchester, which Cebutikin, the doctor in the play, periodically, perhaps pointedly, hums. Believe it or not, the lyrics from this 1891 minstrel farce variety show called Tuxedo do apply here. It may be of interest that Henry Sayers, credited with the composition, claims not to have written it, but to have heard it sung in a St. Louis brothel. Three Sisters is being performed by the Indiana University Theatre Department at the Wells Metz Theatre on campus beginning this Friday, October 13th, and continuing through the 21st. For this conversation, I'm joined in the WFHB studios by Abby Lee, who plays Masha Prozorov, the middle of the Three Sisters in the play, and by Greer Gurney who is the production dramaturg, which, in case you were as clueless as I was, is the person who provides historically and culturally specific detail about the play and its context, so that the director, cast and crew can make fully informed decisions regarding the way the play might be performed. And for our closing music, we'll hear Korobushka, a popular Russian folk song that the IU Theatre Department is featuring in its production. Now to the conversation, no interruptions. We start with the obvious question for dramaturg Greer Gurney Who was Anton Chekhov?
2: Chekhov is a Russian writer who wrote at the end of the 19th century and the beginning of the 20th century. He was trained as a doctor, actually, and started writing short stories to pay his way through medical school. And then he dove right into the theater world, writing short plays, and his larger works are his most famous. He is directly related to the creation of the Moscow Art Theater, which is still... The most renowned theater in Russia, uh, his major plays are The Seagull, Cherry Orchard, um, Uncle Vanya, and, of course, Three Sisters, which we'll be doing at Indiana University next week. So
0: uh, Chekhov, uh, born and lived when, then?
2: So he was born in the 1860s, and he died in 1904 and lived his whole life in Russia. Hmm.
0: So uh, prior to any, and prior to the 1905 revolution, uh, prior to Bloody Sunday, but the percolating world of Russian revolution is happening while he is in his creative phase, or
2: so that's kind of a complicated question, of course, as history always is. Uh, of course, it is still the Russian Empire when he is writing um, in the 1860s and 50s. There was a big Uh, surge of nationalistic identity happening with writers so he is definitely a product of that um there is definitely some movement happening because of course revolutions don't happen overnight but as far as his world is concerned you know he's seeing these changes happening in the world but it's still the russian empire Mm -hmm, so Mm -hmm. okay no, no need to jump ahead with him. Uh, sure, sure.
0: Okay, <laughs> do you? Uh, can you give us a sense of what you? Th- I guess what you would say Chekhov's major themes are generally. Does he tend to hew to one particular kind of uh, attitude or tone? Or yes. Mm-hmm.
2: So Chekhov's writing style is quite sparse for his time and quite naturalistic. He works a lot with the themes of of what it is to live. So his work is quite existential, really. Mm. Um, Looking at what it is to live, looking at um, what life is about, the ups and the downs. Um, He works a lot in the theme of people getting in their own ways and the the tragedy and the comedy and the struggles that we put upon ourselves Mm. in our lives.
0: Hmm. So the play we're here to talk about, Three Sisters, Mm -hmm. uh, it is the next to last Play? Cherry Orchard is last? Is Cherry right? Orchard
2: is last. Um, three six three Sisters, Three Sisters. That would be a fun play. <laughs> we'll three. write that one. Yeah, yeah Three well. Sisters is next to last. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the only of his plays, his major plays, that is categorized as a drama. Hmm. However, he did write it as a comedy. So that's a fun fact about it. And there's still a lot of comic <laughs> elements in the play, mm-hmm. really. Um, and he wrote it specifically he wrote it specifically for the Moscow Art Theater mm. for Konstantin Stanislavsky to direct for the actors of the ensemble at the time so it's a really special piece in that it's kind of custom built for a particular group of people mm.
0: he he married one of the actresses olga he
2: did that's right he mm. married olga knipper who is a founding member of the Moscow Art Theater They married in 1901 and were married until his death in 1904. They never lived together, Mm. which is quite interesting. I mean, their relationship definitely came about in a professional way, Mm. and it's interesting, a really interesting story. Their love letters to each other are published. Mm. So if anybody is interested in that kind of reading, it's really beautiful. Mm. Nice. So
0: The Three Sisters takes place when?
2: Well, it takes place at the turn of the 20th century Mm. (laughs) in a little town in russia (laughs) well not so little it's about a hundred thousand people in that town so it's you know this size yeah somewhat it's it's a little bit bigger than our town Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is pretty fun to think about you know Yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah okay so the three sisters is a set in what is kind of um uh, military town. Is that right? Or is this yes. common throughout the countryside of Russia? I couldn't get a sense for what kind of place this is with uh, soldiers coming in and out and being a major part of the, the action
2: yeah so that's a question that a lot of people have especially Americans it's really mm-hmm. hard for us in the 20th century as or 21st century as Americans to figure out who these people are where they are uh, and that's my job as the dramaturg of the play mm-hmm. is to help the creative team get a sense of where we are and what we're doing so this type of military town is fairly common um, it's it's a place that Chekhov's audience and his actors would understand very easily at the mm. time when the play was first produced. Okay. Um but for us, you know, I I keep linking it back to Bloomington. When I talk about it, you know, it's a it's a town that's that is funded primarily by having this large military base. Our town Mm
1: -hmm. is funded
2: primarily by having a large university, Mm -hmm. right? So we have this kind of um, state-sponsored culture that brings a lot of outsiders into the town. Um, And that's how our community grows here. So Uh that's kind of the link that I've been making to Mm. help make sense of this world. And I think to a lot of people when they're looking at this play, it's not so much about the military aspect of the people, but the people aspect Mm -hmm. of the people. You know, Mm -hmm. this is just their job. This is their common thread that they have in common, that they know each other Mm -hmm. through this community that is the military. Mm -hmm. And of course, that is a community. Um, So they get together and the action takes place. At the Prozorovs' home, so it's really mm-hmm. all about home and family mm-hmm. and friends and community in that way. And there's not a lot of shop talk.
0: Mm-hmm. So home being a, uh, a part of this, uh, that's that's how we start uh, is seeing the sisters, right? Uh, in I guess it doesn't take place in much more than one room, does it? Uh, a ballroom and the, maybe a sitting room or
1: yeah, the family room is the family <coughs> slash dining room is the first setup, and mm-hmm. then. Um, it moves to one room of the house and then the outside of the house. Those okay. are the three mm-hmm. setups.
0: Okay. So uh, give us, a, I guess, uh, a, a rundown of who, who who are the characters? What's this play? You just mentioned the family name,
1: mm-hmm. right? There's the three sisters, mm-hmm. Olga, Masha, and Irina, mm-hmm. and their brother, Andre. Um, so that's the family. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm playing Masha. My thesis role. This is it, folks. Oh boy. (laughs) Good night and good luck. (laughs) Um, So that's the family. That's right. And then they have their uh, love interests. Some are married, some are not. Mm -hmm. Don't want to give any spoilers.
0: Come on. 1901, (laughs) did we say the play? play This play
2: has been around forever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, you've read it or seen it or thought about it. Yeah. I think you get more out of it when you go to it if you have an understanding of so, uh, at least some knowledge of the plate going in, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, any education is something like that. You read a book, you need to read it twice at least, right? To, I think to so. really understand it. So yeah. the same thing with plays. And I don't think we're giving too much away if we say some things about if you feel comfortable talking about the plot of the the plotlessness of the plot. <laughs> um, I think that's okay. Yeah. It's one of those, as you say, it's a um, it's a mood. Right. It's it's a play about feeling in a sense like. a Yeah. So nothing necessary. I mean, things happen, of course. But Mm -hmm. but uh, is there a way that we do you center on any particular characters? I mean, after reading it, I have I have a sense for who I liked most. I don't know if you have a. I mean, playing Masha, do you like Masha the most? Uh, do you think there' Of course. Yes, of <laughs> That's
1: course. my job. To <laughs> like Masha the most I am Masha. Right.
0: <laughs> I don't like Masha. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, you're always supposed to fall in love with who you play. That's the job.
0: Masha is a sister. Middle she, sister? Yeah, middle sister. Middle sister. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and Masha's married. Um, Olga is the oldest sister. She works as a school teacher mm-hmm. for a living. The
0: other occupation going on in the in the town, 18, at least, or in the, yeah. in the play.
1: Yes. Yeah. And the youngest sister, Irina, mm-hmm. um, just turn, she starts the play just turning 20. It's mm-hmm. her birthday. This is the anniversary and of their father's sisters, death, yes, I think, right? Yes.
0: Yeah, it begins that way. Yes.
1: Yeah. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, their father, who used to be in the military mm-hmm. um, and afforded them... Uh, pretty lavish lifestyle but Mm. now that he's passed away we've um depended on olga's um uh, job and um masha's married so Mm -hmm. she brings in some financial security there and um and they have their father's pension that they still get money from and the brother andre um is starts out in a Romantic relationship with Natasha, and he ends up marrying Natasha, Mm -hmm. and that complicates their familial bond, Mm -hmm. um, all of them together. Um, And Masha um, uh, is introduced to a fella named Mm Bershinen, an older fella. Insanity ensues. Okay. Yeah. She's (laughs) married and she meets a nice fella. Figure it out, folks. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Who, uh interestingly, is coming to the town. To take the same job position that her father had, Mm. which I just realized in this very moment. He's going to be the commander or? He will be the battery commander. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Full circle. That's one of the most amazing things Mm -hmm. about Chekhov and why I love to work with Chekhov and why I'm always inviting people to... Check out, check out. Sure, off. I just sure. had to say it that sure. way. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: and any other great playwrights, yeah, really, is that it's con- you're constantly discovering new things with Ibsen and Shakespeare, of course. There's just so much more every time. You know, even the people who've done, sh- you know, the great Shakespeare actors are constantly discovering new things.
2: And yeah, yes, like absolutely. An and there's so much subtext in this play. Hmm. This play is all about. All of his writing is about subtext, what's going on underneath, what is left unsaid is the most important, which makes it kind of a mystery Mm and gives the audience, it's not a mystery in the traditional sense, but it gives the audience that invitation to really invest Mm -hmm. in the world and figure it out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dale McFadden, our director Mm -hmm. and head of the graduate acting program, um,
1: has often said people in this play and in... Chekhov, uh, rarely say what's actually on their mind, which is really fun. Mm. Um, it makes it fun to act, and I'm sure fun to watch, too. Mm.
0: Well, uh, in the play, I asked about favorite characters simply because they're they're very different, like the characters, right? Mm. So um, I think that I will say which one I liked most of all of them, and then I challenge you, besides say Masha, <laughs> To say a different one. <laughs> you can do it. Okay, I can. Okay, good, good. I can. But yeah. I don't know how to say the name. So the Soloni... Solonyi. Soloni... Soloni... Solyoni. okay. He's my favorite, probably. Mm. And now, is he supposed to be my favorite? He can be. No, but do you think that... He's so fun. Yeah. He is fun. He's yeah. fun. He's different. He's weird. He's contrary. Yeah. Oh, I like that. He's totally contrary. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. That's why I like him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Chekhov liked him, too. Mm-hmm. He is a really interesting character his name means salty ah perfect <laughs> and that is exactly what yeah. he is he's very inappropriate he is salty. yes <laughs>
0: he says accidentally though he doesn't mean to be inappropriate No. right he just kind of freezes up in social situations it seems like but i don't know about that
1: yeah so yeah. that's a nice way of putting it is it,
0: it yeah. is Okay. That's
1: how, how someone would put it about themselves, mm-hmm. which is yes. how he puts it about himself. <laughs> yeah.
0: He does say about himself, yes. I don't mean to.
1: Oops. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Tell me about four-act plays versus five-act plays or something like this, right? So there's a four-act play, and yes. Chekhov wrote four-act plays, right? Yes. And not five-act plays, which Shakespeare writes five-act plays, and that's why I think, why this is different. Why is this different?
2: So why is it a four-act sure. play instead of yeah. a five-act yeah. play? So, let me put on my history hat All for right. everybody for a minute. Here we go. Cool. So glad you're here. Here we go. Aren't you so glad? <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad I'm here too. This is really great. So <laughs>
1: it is good. So
2: good. Shakespeare writes five act plays. Right. That's true. Um, this style of five act plays is not to bore everyone in the world, but it's it's neoclassical. Mm-hmm. So it's very very structured um and throughout the 19th century there are a lot of movements of writers moving out of this uh, moving out of this structure into romanticism um and into realism and naturalism which is where we get Hmm. our great minds like ibsen and Chekhov start writing ibsen also doesn't write in five acts Hmm. um so, so it's a product of the time, and now, of course, we're much more free with how mm-hmm. we structure our writing um, in the 21st century. And plays mm-hmm. can be one act, two acts, three acts, four acts. Right. You know, um, Mayakovsky, who is a Russian writer from the 1920s, started writing in six acts.
0: Mm. Mm. Hopefully, short ones because
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not terribly a big. Okay, because plays ask. can be only
0: yeah, a lim- yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> they can last. Better be
1: good.
2: So <laughs> so better be good. Why stuff. is it in four acts? Why well, in four
0: acts? Because
2: be- because but something interesting about hmm. those four acts right. is that especially with this play and all of Chekhov's four act plays, he's very careful with the way that he deals with time. Mm-hmm. Okay, and each of these four acts. In this particular play, are assigned to a different season. Good, and we have four seasons in a year, mm-hmm. right?
0: And the time frame is obviously stretched here. The as well. The time
2: frame is stretched. It takes place over a little more than three years, mm-hmm. so a lot is going on. Um, the play, you know, moves us through all of these seasons and all of this time, and it is really a nice rounded structure. And a fifth mm-hmm. act would not happen. There's place not a fifth there. season. There's not a fifth season. No.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So four seasons, four acts. Um, Chekhov is famous for saying something to the effect, you know, if you introduce a gun in whatever act, you, it's going to go off at some Better, point.
1: Better. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Famous for this. <laughs> yeah. There is a... a I, I shouldn't say these things, I suppose, but people could have seen it already or read it, right? Gun,
1: yeah, you. Could a cut gun it goes out. off. A gun goes and off. Someone goes away.
0: Yeah. As yeah. a result That's of the gun. Well, well said. <laughs> I like it.
1: A gun goes we'll off. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Someone goes away. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't happen until the end, folks. No, you're <laughs> so gonna you have to stay. stay. <laughs> <laughs> Do not leave. <laughs>
0: Oh, shoot, good. Um, <laughs> exactly. So there, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> very good. You're welcome. So, so the play also is about the changing aristocracy. The, it is about the change in Russian life, right? Yes. Because these are, uh, I don't know. Again, I was reading in Russian history a little bit to try to understand. Uh, uh, again, Lenin, because I have a show coming up at Lenin. Lenin's father was. Peasant class, but also achieved a particular rank in the military, so he was then noble yes. at the same time. So these are interesting confusions for, I guess, for me anyway. But here we have something similar.
1: Yes. Yeah, and we
0: have kind of an aristocratic class in the military.
2: Yeah, kind sort of. Sort of intellectual elite. Is Ooh, that
0: uh, okay.
2: Yes, it's really complicated with classes, mm. of course. Life is complicated and people mm-hmm. are complicated. Well,
0: right? these are different. These 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 women, mm-hmm. right? They're, I mean, these are these are clear, um, not dichotomies, but they're they're a clashing of these particular kinds of things. So the women and the soldiers are they in the same class? Because the father is a soldier as well, and so the soldiers and the and the sisters are in the same class. Yes. Okay. And then the and uh, Natasha,
2: uh-huh. who
0: is the fiance of Andre. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Andre is the oldest. Youngest yeah oh, baby, nice. Well, second, are we, second not to say, we don't know. So
2: it's actually open to interpretation. I was going to say oh. I didn't recognize. Chekhov never rest. says. Okay. Okay. And this is a conversation that a lot of people have. I think in our production he's the youngest. Oh, okay. Which makes <clears throat> absolute sense. I don't think it makes sense for him to be the oldest, but I've seen right. productions okay. where that's happened. Mm. So but he is. He that's is. Fun. Your
0: hopes and dreams in in the family are placed upon the the male in the first place, right? Yeah. So Andre needs to succeed. Yeah, he's and,
1: he has owner he is responsible for the home. Right. Yeah.
0: And and the and the sisters are stuck with that. We're other than getting married, as as women huge. all have yeah, to yeah, have to century. get married yeah. to someone mm-hmm. and uh, or be enslaved to someone, however we'd or like work, to see it.
1: As Olga does. Work, right.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay. Masha um is an interesting character, yeah, throughout yeah. because she's also salty and sad and sometimes happy. Yeah. Uh, she's so,
1: unapologetically she's, herself. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. And she she sees she has lightness and darkness in her. She sees the good, bad, and the ugly in life and in human beings, and sees people for who they are, Mm -hmm. um, including herself. Um, Which is, you know, there's there's the, you know, if we're gonna boil it down to stereotypes, Mm -hmm. there's the Pollyanna sister, there's the Mm -hmm. moody sister, which is Masha, and there's the the young, sweet young thing looking toward the future. Mm. Um, but all of it changes mm-hmm. as the play progresses, which mm-hmm. is also really cool about how much time we get to see uh, progress throughout the the play, mm-hmm. um, because we get to see people change and realize they're, you know, the the sweet young thing by the end realizes how flawed life is by the end mm-hmm. and um, how complicated it is, um, and relationships change.
0: To me, I guess the the actual. Um arc of the play, I guess, you know, has as much to do with Natasha, right, as anything else. Um, Plausibly, the the thing that actually matters in the play (laughs) is how Natasha... Can I not say this? You or? can
2: absolutely okay, say this. Perfect. I am so happy that you're saying this. <laughs> oh, Please good, continue. Doug well, is smart.
0: Oh, good. Doug well, is smart. Well, I can well, see you. this. Thank you very much. Um, no, it just seemed to me that as Natasha takes over, right, everything sort of drop, drops away. And Natasha, as an, um, an example of another class, right, who is then taking over for the waning aristocratic or military class or whatever this is here. Again, it is maybe a little confusing, but Natasha does displace those three sisters yeah. displace the home of I guess the
2: takes full advantage yeah. of her new position right. as wife of Andre right. yeah
1: right.
2: and <laughs> Natasha is my favorite character she takes she takes Ooh. over
0: whoa look at that yeah. Greer it's is laying
2: words yeah <laughs> because I I've actually she's, written quite a bit about Natasha
0: you have she's not portrayed very, in a very friendly fashion though yeah she's kind of you know tough on on on
2: everybody she's complicated as all of these characters are Mm. but she has agency for her own life and every choice that she makes i don't see those choices Mm. as being malicious i see them as being a way for her to survive Mm -hmm. all that she has Mm -hmm. is you know her ability to move forward through marrying andre through coming into this home and making it the best that she can possibly make it to take care of her children mm-hmm. she's very careful mm-hmm. about these things and i think it's clear throughout the play that she is very worried mm. she worries a lot but she also does something about her worry mm. and that is why she's my favorite
0: she has the most agency. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Even in in terms of the men, there is one one man who takes agency in some sense, um, but I don't know that he he had it throughout. Right, or just going about his business in many ways. Right. But um, she's that's a good. climber. Yeah, well, she is. That makes her a particular kind of type, generally though, as yes. well.
2: Absolutely. So it's open to
0: interpretation. It is. Uh, the, you know, so uh, you like to think that Chekhov liked soyoni, uh, salty. I'll just salty. call him salty for salty now. Dog. <laughs> so you, you you feel that uh, Chekhov liked salty, uh, <laughs> so um, uh, But I don't, do you think that about Natasha?
2: I don't know. Hmm. I want to think sure. yes, because I really like Natasha and mm. I really like Chekhov. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Chekhov doesn't write villains and he doesn't write mm-hmm. heroes. Mm-hmm. And that's a really important mm. thing to say about oh, <laughs> about his relationships with the characters mm. themselves. There are no heroes and villains. There are no lead characters mm-hmm. technically. Mm-hmm. It's very much an ensemble production. right? Yeah. It's an ensemble show. Mm-hmm. He writes that way intentionally for mm-hmm. an ensemble-based mm-hmm. theater company. And he writes complex people. Mm. So I think he writes people he knows.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, if you were to imagine each person the hero of their own story here, mm-hmm. right? So you're, you, it's, again, why you like Natasha so much. As a hero of her own story, she does her best to... To, yeah. to come out on top of that story. Everyone else seems to fail miserably in terms of how they even cast themselves in their own story,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I,
0: seems like they're in the wrong story.
2: I think that's a really <laughs> wonderful way to put it, mm. that if we take a chance to look at the play through the eyes of each character mm-hmm. as if it is their story, and I think we should do that, mm. then there is a lot of people getting in their own ways, mm-hmm. a lot of that and Natasha gets in her own way too but she definitely sees herself as the hero of her own story mm. I think and
1: yet no matter what happens to any of these characters they still endure um, they never give up there's no giving up ever <laughs> I mean I think we can all agree that life will teach you how to take a punch um, but and and it displays checkup displays a lot of punching from life (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but they still endure by choice
0: well andre doesn't seem to handle his life too well is Mm -hmm. that true or i mean that's
1: he's got a gambling problem a drinking problem he's
0: rough he's having a rough time he's he's fallen from his original aspirations um tries to make the what's he like a town council at this point yes um which is definitely a step down from his original and the family's aspirations for him to mm-hmm. achieve as well um how about uh, i guess uh, you vershinin is uh, the other loquacious philosophical character in the play right or the the most philosophical character um what's his outlook
1: He's stuck in a pretty awful marriage. We never meet his oh, right, I, wife. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he has two children. Kids, too, yeah. Um, and he's who Masha falls in love with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because it's the first human being Masha's ever been able to connect with, mm-hmm. um, who can understand her thought. And he, he sees the good, the bad, and the ugly about life and can talk about it um, mm. in a really um profound and intellectual way um usually i think what happens to mosh is when she opens her mouth people you know the record sort of screeches Mm -hmm. to all you know Mm -hmm. um uh because she can seem her things can seem very dark with things that she has to say but she doesn't it's not necessarily dark as it is honest Mm. um uh to her Mm -hmm. um and finally she has another human being to speak to Mm. um so, Vershinin is in an unhappy marriage, and they meet, and in a perfect world, they would probably be together uh, forever. And we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay.
0: Um, in a perfect world, huh? Yeah. yeah. Masha and Vershinin. Yeah. Um, I, and that's
1: I, another theme. If, they, if you could mm-hmm. start all over again and right. do life all over fit, again. would fit together. Yeah.
0: yeah. That is rough about life. Isn't it, though? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I want someone to be with Salty, and Salty likes or so Yoni likes, which I forget. He like Irina, yeah, yeah. Um, and she seems to be towing a family line by committing herself to a um, particular class of person. Is that wrong? Or bar- he's the a baron, the baron, right? Yes. Yeah, is that like a step up in life, or a thought? Or he's is he German? Like I get all confused. So about it's that very character. confusing. You know,
2: okay. <laughs> his <laughs> that's father. That's legit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> his father immigrated to Russia from Germany. Okay. Uh, he's actually based on Meyerhold, mm. who was an actor in the troupe and then later went on to make his own theater company. Okay. Um, so he's based on a real. Okay. German, mm-hmm. Russian, uh, is he a step up? He's he's pretty well Arena's yeah. equal. He mm. he's, he's older though, right? Yes. Yeah, he's like sixty-ish. The men are always older. Yeah, they do. They do
0: seem <laughs> that way. Anything else? I we love we Chiquen, exhausted.
2: Chebutikin is I'm always, great. Yeah,
1: I'm always a fan of the. older Good. The I just couldn't say it, doctor. so I didn't want really, to. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the older <laughs> the doctor you know the
0: chekhov is he chekhov in the in the you know, you're writing a romana a Romani clef almost here you keep saying he knew i mean this is a character represented on this person mm-hmm. uh soyoni is uh, uh, ostensibly lermontov or, or something like that yes mm-hmm. uh who wrote uh, what uh, a hero for our time is that right yes uh which has a like anti-hero, is like a so this is part of the yeah. this is what Soyoni is, obviously.
2: Yeah. So is Chekhov Chebutekin?
0: With a ch at the beginning as well?
2: Yeah. Mm, right. Oh. It's a he always there's a doctor in every one of his mm-hmm. plays okay. and the doctor is usually one of the most troubled mm. characters in the play. So that is something that Chekhov scholars do follow very closely. Gotcha. And that is absolutely right to kind of mm-hmm. have that impulse of what is mm-hmm. what is this story? Where is he getting mm-hmm. this character? And I think a lot of it, mm. of course, a lot of it has to come from him. These are his sure. words. Sure. sure, I'm a sucker for an older character who has
1: that wisdom, and and with that wisdom comes deep, um, ironic, mm. hilariousness in mm-hmm. <laughs> their point of view on life and mm-hmm. what's important and what's not. And everybody's got their, you know, hair in a knot over. You know, the things that really don't matter, yeah. it n- won't matter in the long run. What difference does it
0: make? Yeah, what we, it right. usually makes some difference. <laughs> well, just to say what. Right. Right. Okay. That's it? No more? Come you sure? see it.
2: Come check out no, this I'm
0: not going to see it. No.
2: <laughs> After all this.
0: Well, I've gotten what I need out of the play.
2: <laughs> Nobody listened to this interview. <laughs> <laughs> Canceled. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Um, (laughs) hmm. One other question before I forget it, because it just popped in my head again. Do we have any connection to the fates here?
2: Do we have any connection?
0: Yeah, the the three sisters, the fates. These are the fates, but I don't know.
2: Well, there's a lot to do with fate. Sure. That's one of the themes. I think the title has more to do with the the collective nature. Mm. It's not called you know three sisters and a brother Mm -hmm. Andre kind of has his own place Um, but the three sisters are three Mm -hmm. as a collective as a unit Uh, when Vershinin comes into the house the first time he says there were three of you there were three little girls I remember I don't remember your faces but I remember there were three of you Mm. and I he doesn't say I remember three sisters and a brother no yeah (laughs) He remembers three little girls when he talks about his, uh, when he talks about his sick daughter, he says one of my daughters is sick. And then he starts talking about the two daughters that he has as a collective unit. Mm. So I think that that title is more commentary on this collective unit of women of sisters.
0: That's it. That's all I got. I guess we're done. We're done. Thanks for doing it on Sunday.
2: Thank you, Doug Storm.
0: You're welcome. This has been an Arts Interchange production for WFHB. I'm Doug Storm, producer and host. Wes Martin is executive producer. Thanks for listening.